For those close to retirement or for those who recently retired, one of the biggest unknowns is how much money they need to live. How much income is necessary to maintain their lifestyle choice? To help answer that question, a spending freeze might help. What is a spending freeze and how does it help those approaching retirement? That's what we're going to talk about in today's show. This is a show about financial planning with a particular focus on the issues facing those close to or living in retirement. Each week, our host, Dan Wendell, will share his expertise in retirement planning in a fun and down-to-earth format. Now, let's begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello, and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show. I'm with Tony Shore today. Tony, we had a little Thanksgiving break, but I was thankful that we had that break from you and oh, I doing the show. Wait no, a minute. No, 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 Tony, we had a nice little break. Um, I hope you had a peaceful Thanksgiving. And today we're going to revisit what was on my mind before we had that break. We did the show on intermittent spending. Today we're going to reapproach that because I just put that book out, The Spending Window. So this is all I can think about. So I figured... I'll drag you down with me. <laughs> well, no, not dragging me down. And and I finished reading it, and I had to go back and read a couple of parts because uh, now I'm having my wife read it because we're going to do this. And I know intermittent fasting has worked for so many people. Uh, and intermittent spending uh, along those same lines, I think it's a really, really great way for people to uh, save money and keep their spending in check, which so many Americans have we struggle with. We all struggle with it. I personally struggle with that a lot. You, you know, uh, I'm addicted to pizza buffets and record stores. I mean, I'd be spending money at one of the one of the two or both every single day if I could. Well, that would be an intermittent spending, intermittent fasting combo that would help you out. Get the combo. I know. Man. I need the combo platter <laughs> for this one. That's for sure. <laughs> well, today I want to talk about whether or not people that are close to retirement or just newly retired should be doing intermittent spending. I, I use the term spending freeze. There's a new one for us, but yeah, I want to talk about it because you've, you've read the book, so you know what intermittent spending, just for the listeners that don't know um, what intermittent spending is, you can go to spendingwindow.com and read the book and learn about it that way. Or we did our previous show on intermittent spending, but basically it's limiting your spending to a certain time frame and just not spending during your the times when you're supposed to be fasting from your wallet or your wallet fast. But you create a spending window, which is the time you can spend and you can't spend outside that window. So the idea is it's going to make you more mindful of it. And I thought, well, this is, you know, a lot of people that are gravitating toward it or younger because they're willing to try anything to, to help the spending, get out of the spending cycle. But what about people that have been around the block, people that are approaching retirement and whether or not they should be approaching retirement with an intermittent spending idea in their head? What do you think, Tony? Well, you know, I think a lot of people, obviously there's a time frame. And what time frame, Dan, first of all, I want to ask, 
what time frame are we talking about? Usually the, the pre-retiree, it's like the five within five years of retirement. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's talk about a five, yeah. Within five years or even like what happens a lot of times people call me and say, Hey, I want you to help me. I'm retiring next year. It's like, well, geez, <laughs> I would have wished, I wish you would have come a little sooner Yeah, or I'm retiring next month. But yeah, someone that, and that I think we could put them all in the same time, time frame within the, you know, they're going to retire in the next five years or, and better yet, they just, they're going to retire within sure. a year. So let's, either let's pre-retirees or people who have just retired. So there's like a, right. like a six year window there, three years before, three years after or something like that. I mean, basically, uh, your concept of intermittent spending, it's a great idea and it's going to help a lot of people with budgeting. But is it, my question for you is, why would intermittent spending be any different whether you're close to retirement or 20 years from retirement? That's a good question. I mean, well, let's back up for a minute. What is the main issue that people face as they're approaching retirement? What's, what do you think the big question they ask me is? We this is I'm putting Do I have spot. enough money to retire? Or Yes, do I have enough money to is retire? Is it going to do That's I have enough money to last me throughout my retirement? Right? Am I going to die broke? I'm going to run out, right? And I always throw it back on them and say, "Well, how much are you spending? How much income do you need?" Ah, so it still comes down to spending. It does. Well, see, working people focus on growing income and saving income, right? So if you're working, you're, you say you're 55, right? And you're thinking about retiring in five mm-hmm. years, your mentality will most likely be, I'm at my peak earning years. How do I continue to keep growing my income? And then what can I do to save more? But that may be the wrong approach, which is what intermittent spending is all about. But then let's, let's imagine now that you're retired when you're retired, you're not worried about making more income because you're not working anymore. So your focus shifts. It's still on income, but not from working. And it shifts from income and saving to income and spending. So retirees are really more focused on spending than those that are working still. And that's because retirees realize they're not replenishing their bank account as much as they are diminishing or taking away from their bank account. So I, in, in reality, retirees do focus more on spending than pre-retirees, but it perhaps should be the other way around. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. I, I guess as you get closer to retirement or enter into retirement, uh, a lot of people feel like, Hey, I might be on a fixed budget or you owe it. No matter how much money you have, uh, you're somewhat on a fixed budget because you got to plan it out. I mean, it doesn't matter if you have $3 million in the bank, you can't spend $3 million your first year, you're going to run out of money in retirement. You know, you don't want that bank account to hit zero before your blood pressure does. That's the old. Oh, see? nice see? one, Tony. I like see that what one. I did. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, and I think that the spending window, and I love the picture on the cover of the book, it just shows money flying out a window. <laughs> like, Well, how do you know it's not flying yeah, in? That's true. Well, that's, there you go. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but for most of us, the money is just flying out the window and we we totally. need intermittent spending to help us control that. And uh, I think it makes it a lot easier and it helps people um, change their behavior. And that's what this is all about. So if somebody's close to retirement 
and they need they're concerned about having enough money in retirement you know uh, they don't like the b word budget but you have to look at what you're spending and that's what you talk about in your book so it does correlate that's it you're right and i hate the b word a lot of people know that budgeting would work but they don't do it they try some people try and i have templates and I have lists of common expenses. So when someone approaches me, they're saying, I'm going to retire in a couple of years, say, and we'll say, all right, well, what are you going to be spending? What are you going to need for income? And they don't know. Most people do not know how much they spend, how much they need in income. They just don't even have a baseline. And if they do, it's a very broad baseline that covers the basics, such as my rent is this much or my mortgage is this much. I spend this much on my homeowner's insurance and you know, the auto, my auto insurance, they know these big reoccurring expenses. But when you say, well, how much do you spend on food? How much do you spend on entertainment? It's all loosey goosey, right? Most people don't know. If I said to you, Tony, you know, how much do you spend a week on average? It's a tough question. Most people can't answer it. I'm guessing you can't answer that either because I mean, obviously right now you've had a a very unique set of weeks in the past few where you've been traveling and doing different things. But in general, most people don't have those answers. But if you ask a retiree that, they're going to have a much better grasp on it. And that's because they're not focused on increasing their income anymore. They're just focused on their spending. Because, I mean, you can only do so much to increase your income in retirement. Right. So... So the question and and why I think pre-retirees might benefit from creating what I call the spending freeze. Let's talk about that for a minute because there's different types of spending windows. In the book, I map out, I think, five or six different styles of spending window. And and I think the one that would make the most sense for a pre-retiree would be an extended fast. So this would be um, like a five-day fast, which... In the book, we talk about the weekender. That's someone that is um, spending only on weekends. That means they're also fasting those five days during the week. And sometimes people do the reverse. They only spend on weekends and they spend all during the week. Depends how you look at it. But think about that. As a pre-retiree or someone that just retired, why would... Why would they try and, ex- what, what do you think would be a benefit of an extended fast? Let's say, all right, you and your wife just retired. And I say, hey, Sarah, Tony, I want you guys to go on an extended five-day spending freeze. I don't want you to spend any money for the next five days. That would be hard. Would panic set in? Yeah. It would, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but, and what would be the purpose of that? Like, because you know what your basic big expenses are. So it's not like we have to figure those out, but forcing you to not spend for five days would reveal a lot. Wouldn't you say? Uh, Yeah. Yep. You'd figure out where everything was at (laughs) pretty quick. You'd, you'd, uh, and, and you can't go and find all the unused gift cards that you've saved from the holidays past and start using that. I'm talking no spending at all. You can't go, and buy something with cash. You can't buy something with credit. You just can't purchase anything. So no purchasing um, for five days? That would be hard. 
but it How would are be. we supposed and to maybe eat that's... and put gas in our cars then? See, well, this is it. You have to plan for it. You have to say, so you have right. to plan ahead. You're not uh, just saying, you're not going to come up to me and say, hey, for the next five days, you can't spend anything. We're going to get a, if we get a, an advance notice. This is your notice, Tony. Call up Sarah. She's on the other line. Hold on. Let me get oh, her on geez. the phone. We're doing this right now. It's an no. intervention. No, <laughs> Of course you're going to get some notice, right? You're not just going to do this. But the idea is, well, is does it have to be five days? Does it have to be a week? The the purpose of it is is it's going to reveal hidden expenses. It's going to reveal the non obvious expenses that are things that people don't realize until they actually sit down and think about it. And even then, unless you force to to not spend, you might not realize what you're doing. You go through life spending money without thinking about it. So the point of it isn't to just make you, un- it is actually to make you uncomfortable. It's to just create that schism to make you say, wait, wait a sec. If I don't spend for the next five days, how am I going to get the gas in my car? Well, that's, that's a quick one, but then it's going to be, wait a sec. Did I, am I paying for something that I don't realize? How often do I go out for dinner? Oh, we do that every week. Well, I didn't factor that in. I didn't think about that. And you just, it's just going to force mindfulness. That's the goal. And it's, it, it's very different than what money people are used to. And is it going to totally change your life? No. And pre-retirees, they're going to be older. So they're going to be set in their ways. And, and you know, can you teach an old dog new tricks? Well, I'm not trying to teach you new tricks. I'm just trying to reveal what you've been doing. And I think that's the value of doing a, an extended fast is it reveals a lot about what you're doing. Well, sure, it, it definitely does. So people listening, they're like, okay, there's this intermittent spending. Is this a plan? How do I get started? It sounds hard. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be. There's different styles, and the idea is you create a window, which is when you spend money, that fits your current style, and then you tweak it. You do want to get uncomfortable because the only way to change is to to force yourself to be uncomfortable. But it's not for people that are comfortable in, in in their financial situation. If you're doing well financially and you're not worried about it, then this isn't something you need to do. This is for people that aren't happy with the trajectory. But I think it might be a good exercise even for everybody who's planning to retire or just retired because it's going to force you to start thinking about what you're going to be facing in retirement. Ah, it's going to force you to start budgeting yep. in a way. Without without uh, the paint budgeting, to, uh, just people can't make themselves do it, but intermittent spending is a plan that I think can work. And just like intermittent fasting has worked for so many people, especially those who have issues like diabetes, like myself, uh, intermittent fasting works and you've done it. Uh, you know that, Dan, but Intermittent spending can also work, and I think it's really important for people to give this a try uh, because it is a, it gives you a new perspective, and that's what you're great at, Dan, is coming up with uh, new perspectives for people to change. They're in a rut, and it's so hard to get out of that rut, but sometimes all it takes is a new perspective to get out of the rut, and that's what intermittent spending does. Now, uh, spendingwindow.com is the website address, so People can go to spendingwindow.com 
And they can find out more there. They can read an excerpt from the book. Uh, There's a link to where they can get the book. And that book takes them through step by step. And it is so important for people headed toward retirement to understand uh, how they're going to need to control their spending because every day is a Saturday, right? It could be. <laughs> right. I mean, Saturdays are the you, day when, during our working years, at least for me, Saturdays are when I spend the most money. You know, Friday yeah, Friday no. night, Saturday, and Sunday. <laughs> because uh, during the week, I'm busy working. But when I retire, every day is a Saturday. So, uh-oh, people who think their spending is going to go down in retirement, it might go up. It actually does go up for a lot of yeah. people. But you'll notice in the book, Tony, I didn't talk about what you should spend your money on ever. Nope. I don't nope. judge, right? So, and you mentioned this is difficult, but, you know, intermittent fasting is, I feel, easier than dieting. If I said, Tony, you can't eat pizza and pasta anymore, that would probably upset you. Yep. But if I said, Tony, you just can't eat pizza and pasta on Tuesdays, right. you might say, I could deal right. with that. Right. So it's the same concept with spending. I'm not telling you don't go and buy X, Y, Z. I'm just saying don't do it for five days and see what happens. Mm. See what happens. It's kind of like a cleanse. You ever see? I don't I never did one like a juice. Yeah, cleanse. I've never done one of those. Have you heard oh, of these things? I've heard. I've seen pictures. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you just like drink nothing but juice or something for a bunch of days. And the idea is you're just resetting your body, maybe. You're just getting out of the the normal rhythm of eating every day all the time. Same with the spending fast. Same with an intermittent spending or a spending window for like a five-day period or three days or whatever it might be. You're just getting out of your traditional style, and it's forcing you to become more mindful of what you're doing. And will it change your behavior? Maybe not. You know, in the book we talk about we should you should probably try it for thirty days, uh, whatever style you're going to do, whether it's every other day or or only on weekends, try it for, for four weeks, and then that might change your behavior. But what I'm talking about is a little different. It's just maybe like a cleanse. It's a spending freeze. That's why I call it a spending freeze. See what it's like. And I think that might be useful to people that are retiring. It'll help you create a baseline. It'll help you figure out what your baseline spending is, what your baseline income need is. But more importantly, Tony, I don't think it's going to hurt. I just don't see people, and I've seen a lot of people try this, I don't see negative outcomes from spending windows. Well, no, the only worst case positive, scenario is someone really. says, right, well, they may miss a bill, but you know, this, we're not talking not don't spend for a year and get evicted. Yeah. I'm talking about if you, if you go through days. a spending week, right, a five-day fast, spending fast, you, you might say, oh, I... I, I didn't realize that I was spending so much on this and that. You don't have people come back and say, that was miserable. I hated it. Um, they might feel uncomfortable, but they're going to learn something oh, from yeah. it in the least. Yeah, people are like, hey, that, that actually wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. And I realized, oh, okay, uh, there was this opportunity to do this and this and this. I would have spent all this money. So it, it forces you to look at your behavior is what it does. Uh, and in a really non-threatening way. I mean, obviously, if you, you can take care of your bills, fill your car with gas, stock your refrigerator up, and then for the next five days, don't spend any money. Right. That's what you're talking it about just doing. just might change. Right. 
And for pre-retirees, it might give you a really good understanding of what your spending is all about, which is really important as you get into retirement because spending is king because increasing your income is not easy. When you're retired, it's probably really difficult, but that's what you need to do. Then you can either try and increase your income or decrease your expenses, increase your inflow, decrease your outflow. I'm suggesting we should be focusing on the decrease in the outflow a lot more in this country than we do increasing the income. But in in retirement, you really don't have much of a choice. Spending decreasing, spending is the way to go. Yeah. In in retirement, you don't have a choice. You have to decrease the outflow and you can't increase the income. I mean, you can only do what you can do. I mean, once you get in, if you work with a financial advisor and you're invested for retirement, uh, you're done earning money and hopefully you're earning some interest. But other than that, uh, it's not about, uh, you know, increasing your wealth. It's, it's where is it going to go? Right. Yeah. You can't ask your boss for a raise in retirement. The social security office isn't giving them out too often. And if they do, they're pretty meager. So, I mean, you could tr- try for better returns and increasing your retirement income. That's a different story, but it's a lot easier. And I think it's a better approach to start with focusing on your spending. And that's what we're and that's what the spending window is all about. So if you're interested in doing this, I suggest you give me a call. I'll give you the number, but also just go to spendingwindow.com. You can get the ebook, paperback versions up. So it's www.spendingwindow.com or give me a call. I'm very interested to, to hear from people that are trying it. If you're a pre-retiree and you want to give it a go, I'd love to, to hear your story. Maybe get you on the podcast and get your point of view out or share it with others. The uh, number to call, 888-508-5935. All right. Thanks, Dan. And listeners, once again, check out spendingwindow.com to check out that book. Uh, Amazing. Uh, I think it'll really change the way you look at money and can change people's lives out there. So uh, a great concept, intermittent spending, especially as you approach retirement. Uh, but really for everyone. And Dan, great show today. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Dolphin Financial Talk with our host, Dan Wendell. The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.